0: Aaron Darman filling in uh, for Jason Walls, who's filling in for Barry Soper. Hey, Aaron, uh, radio awards last night, big clean up for News Talk ZB. How's the health?
1: Yeah, the health, the health is okay. It wasn't too late tonight because, of course, it was a, a virtual gathering, so there was just a couple of us. Uh, so I'm not feeling too bad this morning, but uh, I think much better than previous years.
0: <laughs> well, good on you. Well done to to uh, News Talks. 'd be there. The government's spending a fortune on advertising: 125 million in the past year. In, it's, interestingly, Department of the Prime Minister uh, spent 26 million in the last year. That's compared to 2016-17 when Key and English were in charge, just $2 million. What's happening there?
1: Yeah, big spends in advertising, and it's kind of that case of, well, if you think you're seeing more government advertising around, particularly in the last couple of years, then you're right, and there's more money being spent on it. I mean, this was revealed this morning by my colleague uh, Jason Walls, and look, it's one of those cases, I think, where you have to put it down, in large part, to COVID-19. There's been a raft of, of ads, you know we've seen them on TV, on radio and print, uh, both during the lockdowns but also trying to get people vaccinated, boosted, masked up, and I think that's probably where a lot of the cost will go to. but I guess the question from here is well have to come down again I mean perhaps it's understandable that they have peaked to a certain extent that they have gone up over a period where advertising and public health messaging is so important. but now we need to see a dip because we just can't keep going on like this forever.
0: Hey, Jason, uh, or Jason Aaron, I was going to have Jason. Aaron, um, uh, we spent a fortune on advertising to tell people to mask up. Jacinda wasn't listening or watching herself. Was that, Was Mask Gate a bit of an overreaction there? Because all they did, from my understanding, was take their masks off for the photo of the youth parliament. Are we being too tough on her? Uh,
1: I, I actually think we are. I think it is a bit of a storm in a teacup. I think actually one of, I guess, the biggest faux pas or the biggest... Um Problem that she that she encountered with all this was that she posted the photo without a mask on Instagram, uh, and, and I think I think that then blew everything out of proportion because people saw that she was st- uh, standing there with those 120 youth MPs uh, without a mask. Now my understanding is they had masks on. They were asked by the photographer to take the mask off for one photo, and then they put the mask back on. Uh, and so it, it is. I think it is a case of look, a lapse of judgment. But in this in this sort of time and age as well, we've all been there where. You know, we, we take our mask off or there's a photo or it's like, oh, let's just quickly take our masks off and it is just, it is kind of the reality of transitioning from that highly, uh, I guess, highly highly uh, intense, infectious also um, very, very, uh, very much that messaging uh, period of time of the pandemic where it's been all about wearing masks. I must say though, there is an element of hypocrisy because she's been saying we're not moving in any form uh, when it comes to those traffic light systems. Uh, when it comes to those alert levels of any of any so we're not going to lockdown, we're not going to red, uh, but we do need to keep our masks on. And so then when you have a photo of the Prime Minister without a mask on, uh, questions are then rightfully asked. But she says from now she will be politely declining any offers to remove her mask during photos, so she is acting on that uh, on that uh, For all, that's uh, that's come from that.
0: Mind you, Aaron Darman, she might be quite pleased that she's got a bloke by the name of Ian Foster taking some of the heat off her at the moment. He's been a handy uh, distraction.
1: A very handy distraction. And, I mean, this is the type of story that obviously just grips the nation when it comes to the All Blacks. I'm not sure if you saw that the the flag outside New Zealand rugby headquarters was put at half-mast in Wellington earlier this week. Uh, And then... uh, Someone asked Ashley Bloomfield, the outgoing health boss, who, uh, who finishes up uh, next Friday, uh, whether or not he would be in the running for the All Blacks job. He made it very clear: look, I'll stick to shouting instructions from the stands. Uh, but it just shows you this country loves its rugby.
0: Yeah, and a final question for you: Three Waters is this the Achilles' heel of the government? Will this be its ultimate downfall?
1: Well, whether or not it's its downfall or not, we'll have to wait and see until next year's election, but it is absolutely the Achilles heel, because it's not something that just comes to light and then goes away. This is an issue and a, and a work programme that will go on for, for months, for years, uh, and, and of course we know mayors across the country, some mayors are effectively putting their jobs on the line, either for or against Three Waters, come this, uh, the, the local general elections in October, and whether or not the public uh, in that region are on board with that we'll have to wait and see, but this government has come under so much pressure, so much heat with Three Waters Uh, she says it's untenable to keep things the way they are Uh, whether or not the public agree with that we'll have to wait and see. Yeah,
0: Time will tell. Aaron Darman thank you very much for filling in at short notice there